0: What's up, everybody? Just a little heads up before we get started on this episode. If you stick around at the end, there is a little excerpt from a little adventure that Cameron went on on the uh, the podcast where he plays weekly. So go ahead and check that out. Like I said, it's at the end of the episode, and I also included the link to follow their show. So go check them out, and they are the Drunken Spear Tabletop Gaming. So yeah, give them a listen and check them out, and hope you guys enjoy the episode. Welcome back to Rockhound Radio. It's Friday, and we are actually having a guest on today—our very own good friend, the Dungeon Master.
1: Oh, what's up, guys?
0: We uh, we decided it'd be fun to do like a D and D inspired Friday episode. We've been talking about doing one for a while, but uh, we got a list of stuff we were just going to talk about. Um, I wanted the—this is one of the last things I wrote on here, but I thought it'd be fun to just jump into. Tell us about your character that you play weekly.
1: Uh, so that would be my changeling gunfighter, uh, slash druid. And, I mean, he's a bit rough. He, uh, doesn't really care for anybody too much, so he doesn't really care who he screws over. Uh, he screwed over, uh one of the party members a couple of times. They ended up on trial, actually, for treason. Oh, my God. I I tried to get them out of it. As any
0: good player should.
1: I mean, I didn't mean for it to go that far. I just turned into them, gave some orders, did some other shit, and the next thing you know, they're getting charged as treason. And I don't... I mean, I kind of feel bad, but not really.
0: I mean, you really can't. You can't really... I mean, when you play week-to-week, week week, and as often as you do, you have so much more time to, like, okay, this is my plan. You know, you can work on things, and you can really, like... And especially, too, sometimes if you just play, like, uh, like no restraint, like, no, uh, like who cares? I mean, well, you were in Death Saves last week, weren't you?
1: Uh, yeah, I, uh... So, last week, I would have actually... Have, I temporarily died, and... The guy that I was trying to kill Had a cleric Revive me And unfortunately I had lost my memory Because I had taken a couple of hammer blows To the head in combat Oh my god And so I woke up and I didn't have any memory And they kept me imprisoned And then after like five years I got released And then I went and I did some shit I returned home and did some druidic shit And uh went on a couple like journeys to get some special shit and i actually got my memory back
0: that's awesome I, I, that's it's so tough like i got the i got D beyond pulled up because we're going to talk about some characters or not well yeah talk about a lot of stuff but um character building it's i love changelings because they're so fun and unique to play with and you can do so much and then you're like, I'm going to be a changeling druid. And I was like, you son of a bitch. Like, that's, I mean, you can pretty much do whatever you want. And it's hard for me to like, when I'm building a new character, like if I'm going to put time in and pl- actually play a character like I did with R, um, like it's tough for me not to want to play something along the lines like that I already play just because I know how much fun I can have.
1: Yeah, You can do a have, lot of shit, dude. That was one of the toughest things. When I started this character, I was like, I'm going to be neutral i've never played neutral so i'm like neutral i'm like not going out of my way to like super help people be a good guy but like i'm doing the right thing and whatever and being decent and then shit started going sideways and you could see like my decisions slowly getting slipping more and more <laughs> until eventually i'm like all right well i changed my alignment to chaotic neutral right and then the whole like death and i lost my memory as soon as i lost my memory and i got out of prison because i was essentially tortured for five years in prison as soon as i got out of that i was like i'm chaotic evil now fuck everybody fuck everything oh my god i go home and i like i stole like two gold from my parents <laughs> They were like, it's the situation, it's like, here's $5, go to the fucking store, get me a gallon of milk and a fucking and I want my change. dozen eggs, and I want my change, <laughs> and they were like, like,
0: what change, I got like, some candy, they're,
1: yeah, they are like, where's the change, and I was like, oh, there was no change this time,
0: <laughs> oh god, that's funny, but no, I, I love playing the, yeah, uh, like the, I've played a druid before, so my first character I played quite a bit was a druid. It was a, uh, what was that race called? The Uh, Triton. Triton, yeah. Yeah, I played uh, Reggie. Reggie Redeye, I think? I think it was, yeah, Reggie Redeye. There were some good times. Yeah, like I could, like, like, the thing that drew me into that character was, like, the ability. I was, like, pretty much like a merman. Like, I could breathe underwater. So, I was like, okay, that'll help me in a lot of situations. Because, you know, it's just like like in Skyrim, dude. You're like, I can be any character I want, but if I'm an Argonian, I can... I can breathe underwater, water so you know in my head I'm thinking alright perfect that'll be that'll be really fun and I'm already a druid so just the fact like if I can't if I can't change into an animal that can be in the water I can swim in the water But well, no, we played a lot I played I got to like level 9 with that character yeah
1: you used him a lot
0: yeah. My, that,
1: there was, he was involved in some pretty tough fights. He was involved in that Hydra fight.
0: Oh, yeah, the Hydra.
1: That was. You guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> there's like, what, nine and, of us? Yeah, there was like. So we did the first fight. Oh, my God. And then the next week, and there's all week in we the all text. Yeah. everybody was talking shit. and mind you we all work together too yeah we all work together and like They're several like, of the oh, guys work in the same department next time we're all gonna be, we'll get our characters get super drunk and we'll whoop the hydra's ass blah blah, blah 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 so you know like where we had stopped that was as soon as you guys had killed the hydra you haven't even like carved the heart out yet so you guys like start carving the heart out that you need i
0: remember that because we needed and, it for like a key
1: and then uh,
0: two hydra show up. A second
1: up. hydra comes lurching out of the water and drags the body of the first hydra into the water. And then you guys,
0: I think that was when we were trying, to, like, were trying to like to say, swim down to yeah, it. Me yeah, and I was uh, Clark like, was. I was
1: like, "There's no, it's not going to happen." Yeah, you're
0: like, it's just, and he's like,
1: you're, "You guys are like, how's the water that deep? It's a marsh." And it's like, "Because I said it is." <laughs> Go up and fight the Hydra. <laughs>
0: Sometimes you got to pull the DM card and say, "Excuse me, sir, it's because I said so." <laughs> I'm running this game. It's like uh, it's, it, oh, it's man. like
1: when you run into the video game, and nowadays, you know, it still shows the landscape, but you just hit the invisible wall, and you're like, "Why can't I move?" <sighs> you're like, you're looking for that one glitch that lets you clip through.
0: Yeah, that would have been nice, but no, that was a fun campaign. We did a lot of shit. I will say, um, I don't. I talk about our so much here, but I've I've been playing that character for probably a couple years, like here and there. But like I I went through a lot of, I, I we played like a mini campaign. Um, in the group that we played with, a new DM had had a store had a campaign that she wanted to push and or kind of just play through because. Well, I think you and Clark were still working on stuff, so it's just yeah. kind of like a good... And it was a good break for anybody that wants to, you know, try out DMing, and we had a really good time with that campaign, dude. R Plus, got R fucking powerful. Oh, yeah. I became a werewolf. Um, I got a wicked badass sword. There was a bunch of shit that happened. I, uh... My eight foot...
1: My eight and a half foot tall... Massive raging orc. Oh yeah, had the we talked about this. We talked about this. Oh, this. I love it. Gnome.
0: Uh, what was the gnome's name? Divot. Divot. I'll never forget that. He was my best friend. I made friends with him. Uh, I, I also in the campaign
1: like thirty thousand gold from that character. Um,
0: I sold a character in that campaign. Uh, um, I also, what was it? What I oh I I pretty much paraded you the orc through town. And just the whole entire campaign, I was like, everyone's like, oh, he smells, he smells so bad. And I'm like, I know uh, he's here for the arena. I was just like showboating him around. So yeah. here, here I am. That was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun doing that. He just wasn't-
1: he wasn't too happy about that
0: no you nobody ever nobody ever would be it was just like when the big WWE champ comes out and they got their manager and the manager's like you know just some like short little dude and he's like yeah yeah my guy whoop your guy's ass and that was pretty much what I did the entire town and then the whole entire time I just told everybody that he smelled really bad because I was like trying to maintain a cover i mean there's always a bigger plan Yeah, with,
1: but he didn't smell he bathed regularly
0: uh huh that was for you know that was for Ulog to say and the party to decide.
1: Whatever, but Ulog was a lot of fun. Ulog and R had a lot of fun moments. We
0: yeah, we did. I was a chef for a time on a ship, and that was a good time. And a little side campaign. <laughs>
1: let's see. Yeah,
0: that was a good one. Let's see. Let's. Uh, I'm right. I'm looking. At, we have seventy characters on our D and D Beyond right now, and they're so. Let's see. So we one of our friends, he uh good friend of the pod Chad played as Crowley. He's the only person I played with that's ever played a Minotaur, and he's just like a giant Minotaur barbarian.
1: He did a very good job playing. Oh Crowley. my god.
0: Well yeah, the, remember the the whole uh we were in the arena and it was just me and Chad playing and I forget what I named I, I like transformed so I look like some little you ass named like
1: name Randy. Er, Wasn't Randy? Yeah, because yeah. Chad, Every time, he, yeah. every time Crowley Rodney. said your name, I he thought went. thought it was Rodney. He went quotation. Yeah, marks, he like, Randy. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and he
0: and you
1: kept being like, "Stop doing that." People were going to be like, "What the fuck?"
0: <laughs> Why are you keep using quotation marks? But it was so funny because I had, uh I think I ended up killing somebody. Some chicks. What? What did I, I? I had like a spell or something. What was that?
1: You used touch of. Oh
0: yeah, it was like a. It was a. It's it a was necromancy. Sp- spell. Yeah, it's like, I uh, forget what it's touch called. Of... Well, we now we gotta look it up. Hold on, yeah, I a got it right wall here. Wall right there. <laughs> let's see. Let's look it up. It's such a. It's such a good thing or like a good move, power move, but in the. Let's see here spells.
1: inflict wounds inflict so wounds it it's
0: a, it's so and I so inflicted you hit wounds
1: inflict wounds and you did a stupid about yeah, it Yeah cuz it was like fourth
0: fourth level spell slots is 10 and sixty ten 10 necrotic and I like ran up and I'd already missed a couple of times if you remember like I'd already missed yeah. once or twice and the it was like an arena fight but it wasn't supposed to be like lethal like the fight was supposed to stop um at a certain point obviously
1: Well they it's kind of like a gladiatorial fight. Right. You know, they could.
0: They could result in death, but you know, they could yeah, also result. Not, in,
1: not every fight had to be to the death. Yeah, that's
0: and, and I it like
1: It wasn't unusual for it to happen.
0: I think I punched her in the chest or the throat. I think it was the chest and like the just the necromancy magic and it just pretty much caved in her entire chest. And Cam was the DM and he just said and she dies and I was like. Oh god! And then what? Her wife or something in the arena? She's she
1: like, ended up surrendering, but you pretty much got the sense like there's a target on your back. Yeah,
0: and then uh, the good and thing about a changeling, yeah, changeling, she don't even know who I am now. <laughs> and you just disappeared. I fucking dipped out. That's the perfect <laughs> thing, dude. You always got to remember if there's one thing in D and D if you're playing a changeling, remember who you who you've used names with, where and how many times, and make sure if you're fucking always. It's like always looking over your shoulder because you gotta remember what character or like what person you look like. Cause I had a habit of just being random people and random show up at a random town. Yeah. And then the first time I ran into like a magical area, which is actually a guild that I'm now pretty big part in. Um, first time I walked in there, they're like, "Oh, we know who you are. We can see right through your magic with all magic." And I was like, "Uh, like, it was the first like, oh fuck moment. Like I was like." The whole entire time that I've been playing that character, I was like, God, I think it's not me, dude. I just look like somebody else, man. Fuck off. And then I walk into a place, and I'm like, oh, God. It's like my kryptonite. How did they know? And it was like, at that point, was the first time I realized, like, I guess, I guess you could see through it, but, like, it would have to be... It's not something that just, like, a passerby, like, no, you know. No, no,
1: it's, it's definitely you'd have to be, have some decent magic or, yeah. like, there's enchantments in the guild, the right. guild, so.
0: But it just, it was, like, up until that point, I was like, dude, I'm. good luck ever catching me, dude, <laughs> ever.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. And you had a couple of moments there in that one town that you helped get established I remember you like We're all sly Breaking into the guy's house Nobody's seen you you ransack it. You're like Shit I don't know how to read anything Dwarven
0: Yeah that was I, I did a lot I've done a lot of shit with and, R
1: And then you just kinda You go walking out of the house And oh, someone comes yeah. up behind you And they're like Hey what are you doing you're and like I Oh I was just
0: uh Drinking We were up uh, late And I just pile the lies dude
1: And he's like Yeah he was with me last night and you're like oh uh this was after that and he's like that's really (laughs) that's unusual of
0: him and i'm like we are friends and i just do like the jedi wave and i'm like persuasion (laughs) please let me persuade you (laughs) i'm going to say this and hopefully and my role doesn't fuck me you'll just leave me alone and go away no i've done i've done so much shit with r that i'm just kind of like i'll forget like i've forgotten i mean shit will come back around like full circle and i'll be like oh man
1: especially when you have a dm that takes a note yeah <laughs> every dm
0: takes notes I, and if not I they'll, they'll remember to Wait six months that's the best time make for them for things. let them forget
1: I'll, I'll let you completely i'll let you think i forgot and then all because i forget full of shit anyway but there'll be something in a note somewhere, and I'll stumble across it and be like, all right, it's time for that to come back. Around.
0: I re- Yeah, so I remember, I don't think we, because we've talked about some D&D stuff before when we recorded, but I don't remember if we ever talked about uh, the last time I played as R. Um, I have to look back through my notes. I, I I usually keep a pretty good track of notes, but I'm playing... My bard is now, I multi classed to a paladin, and then I went to the Oathbreaker side of the paladin, which is more like the bad side, you know? You side with, like, the demonic, whatever kind of god. Something happened, and I, like, was like, you know what? Like, I, it pissed me off so bad that I ended up praying to, I was like, Give me a list of gods, and I just started looking up.
1: Oh yeah, and I ended up he went to intimidate that dude. Oh, and he scared. Failed. Yeah, and I, he intimidated. Yeah, you, and it I was like a super high fucking. Yeah, bell. like and in my it was. I was like, you're shook. Like, yeah, you, you've never you're like instant cold sweat. And You're like, I don't. I've never felt like this before. What is this feeling? You're. Doing? Yeah. To me. Yeah. My and character never feels this way.
0: No, never. And that was like the. F- and I'm pretty sure directly after that incident, um I was camping out in the woods. I made a fire and I was like, you know what? And I started yeah. looking up like gods. Yeah,
1: you prayed to. Oh, I can't think. I think it's like the. queen night queen yeah, yeah 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 there. because it I'd was check my yeah the night queen it's a often. night queen she's got like three or four different names right
0: and um
1: but there's like a statue over in the thieves guild
0: yes and that's where i kind of got the the inspiration from i was like all right paladin you know and like i'm part of the thieves guild like that's cool i'll attach it and i like prayed to this god and i was like da 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 I'd like to slay him in like your name for, to basically pose myself like bind myself to you, and I rolled really well, yeah. And I made contact, and she actually blessed me with like advantage during then like advantage when I would
1: advantage on attacks against the person that you uh, yeah,
0: and I uh, somebody got the last blow. But I argued with Cameron long enough where he would let me actually like finish him off. We we came to the conclusion that he was in death Sa- death saves as an NPC, just so I could actively role-play out my vengeance. <laughs> yeah. Because if not, I was going to be very upset because I had i de- I I hit him yeah. hard and he was like two health points away and somebody like hit him with, like an arrow or something stupid or, like threw a fucking rock at him and you know it wasn't the rock that killed him it was when he fell to the ground and i was like no that's not happening <laughs> i was like i don't care if i gotta bring him back to life yeah. just to kill him again and i because, will
1: and then we uh, we got to the end and i said something and you're like that motherfucker's still alive how I yeah. like, no. well you don't know
0: yeah but uh, it was, uh that was a that was fun that was So Cam's been DMing for a couple years now, and he's like, "That's the first time I've had anybody just like outright go out and just you know I was on a path for vengeance, dude." And sometimes, when in the sake of role playing, man, you got to make decisions like that. I've I've preached about role playing before, and that'd be a good that'd be a good Saturday episode. Is role playing how how to tips on how to
1: get yeah, yeah yeah
0: like actually. Like, you don't have to study your character and know every spell and every attack and stuff.
1: No, sometimes w- just knowing, like...
0: Knowing some of the little stuff, but, like, knowing what kind of character you're playing. Like, if you're playing, like, a goody-two-shoes, you know that, you you know, when you go into a town, you're, you're there to turn in the bounty. When it says alive, you bring it in alive. Like, and that's just the kind of character, you know...
1: Or you're there to, like, help whatever... Yeah. Level. You know, if you're a, cleric, a lawful good cleric, you're going to come in and you're going to try and heal some of the people and cure right. some of the diseases.
0: Because, like, a lot of the times, like, you get caught up because there's always a player in every group. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but you always need, like, a powerhouse, like a big, you know, you always want, like, a tank. Somebody's just going to get in there and deal damage. And it's always fun to play those characters because most of the time it's like, it's a little bit more simple. like You know that this is what you're going to do, and I love playing that. I played that in a that one shot we did, where I was yeah. that big, dumb elephant, or Loxodon.
1: And here's the thing. I mean, you can play those characters and not be like, I mean, you can play the tank, but you don't have to play it like the typical tank. And right. The big, dumb. Owner. Right. You know, even if you're say so you do have an intelligence of. Grog famously says, I have an intelligence of six. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can play, like, you can take that intelligence of six, but you'll still have, like, Grog was still fairly conf- competent. You yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you won't have to play a. A fucking dummy, right? You just have to just kind of be like, maybe not really know how to put things together,
0: right? And I don't know, like, and it goes both both sides too, because sometimes, and it's what's really what you know when you're in a really good game is when you see two characters arguing in character over stuff, and like,
1: oh, those are the best. Oh
0: yeah, like we've had several several arguments. I've been a part of several argue. I mean, what eventually starts is like two people, the whole party gets wind of it, and then the whole party stand there, and then we're there's like five people all yelling at each and other.
1: It, and here, the best part is it'll happen somewhere where like they'll be in the middle of town at the tavern, and they'll be arguing over this super classified sensitive yeah, information that nobody should and know. And it started out as like, all right, guys, we're just having a we're gonna we're stop just man. having our dinner and we're talking the next <laughs> thing you know It's 45 minutes later The food hasn't even been ordered yet And we are all still wasted. <laughs> arguing over just, How the plan's gonna go yeah, one, been, one guy wants to do a stealthy One guy just doesn't care The other one just wants to We well, just go in and kick the door and fuck shit up
0: Yeah that's I love seeing two people like argue in character and like the fact like the rival rivalries and some of the stuff and even like
1: And some of the partnerships. Like you'll yeah. see Oh you'll yeah. you see two players that you would never ever consider that like To work together. But yeah, but their characters are like
0: Thick of thi- uh, Yeah, thick as like, Thieves, man. I
1: wanna go robbing. You wanna go robbing, like
0: uh, Yeah, that was and then we had,
1: um, I mean, I've st- lots of weird matchups over at. Uh, oh
0: yeah, I remember that we had one of the one of the kids that we used to play with. Well, not really a kid, but one of our buddies. He played a halfling, and there was he. All the players, like you, granted them all like one magic item. I think, or it was either you or Clark. I think Clark was DMing, and he granted everybody a magic item, and his was uh remember the stool he could like conjure a stool
1: spell that he conjures.
0: he could conjure a stool to step up on to be face to face with anybody like yeah their height yeah and
1: he could make it anywhere from like a foot to three feet
0: yeah and that right there like little stuff like that is what really that's when you have a lot of fun with characters and a lot of fun with people because Sometimes having an all powerful magical item is cool and all, but like sometimes having just just random shit. Yeah, like right now. um,
1: Because he would, uh, I mean, he didn't get to play very much, but I remember a couple of distinct times where he's like. I make my stool appear, and I step up and I stare in his face. And I'm like, that's funny. He's about to fuck somebody up. Yeah. Like the, like the, like
0: the idea of a halfling just snapping his fingers and like conjuring a fucking stool to be face to face with you is so funny because most of the time halflings are like pushed around or unless you're in like a, a mainly like halfling territory or like we're, or you're in somewhere where it's a lot of like smaller characters and stuff or in the city. But you know, you're just like out and about and you're in a big ass, you know, population 5,000 city 10,000 you got a a melting pot of races and breeds you don't really know whoever you're going to run into um, that was really yeah I remember that I was just going to say something else too and I don't remember fuck I'll think of it in a second we have so many characters on here um,
1: so we've, sadly we haven't gotten to play yeah there's a it's
0: liked. sometimes just fun building them yeah because then you can be like well if I were going to role play this well what I do Frank Tuskly, that was the uh, the Loxodon that I played for our one-shot. That was fun.
1: That was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. I built several of the Loxodon. The Loxodon race is just a cool race to begin with anyway.
1: Yeah, that's the second or third one that you made.
0: And we'll, talk, we'll go down. I, I would say, like, out of all the races, the Changeling, the Changeling is by far... Probably my favorite race. And then I do like the idea of playing a drow.
1: See, I really want to play a lizardfolk, a goliath, an aracocra, and there was another one.
0: It'd be cool to play as the Allen that's cool. Like the owl race. I'm looking at uh, the D and D beyond races and it's just showing you like all the, uh, if you ever need anything for D and D check out D and D beyond, you can make your own little, um, make your own profile, get a bunch of, get a bunch of information and sources and dude, warforged warforged is, we've had a couple. We had a, uh, me and me and Cameron devised the plan to become two cops and we were both Warforged and we made them after the cops from The Simpsons? Uh Futurama. Futurama. Future Yes, yeah, the robot cops. How can I forget Smitty that? Smitty and Earl. <laughs> yeah. And dude, at the point in time that was happening in the campaign that we were a part of, like there was some shit going down, and we're like, how funny would it be just to show up one week as these two lawful good cops? Yeah. <laughs> And just go around because.
1: was smart ass comment. We had,
0: I, I even had um, punchlines loaded up. I had like all their, like uh, some of like their yeah, we conversations were- like they had in Futurama because believe it or not, they didn't have like a. They just more or less like had a bunch of small cameos. So it's like a bunch of one-liners. And I was like, yeah. dude, that's perfect for us because we could write these down. And then you know we were like talking about making busts and stuff because anytime you get a party together, like we talked about, you have the people that want to do good and you have the people that want to do other, yeah. yeah, other bad, whatever that is. And which like we were talking about role playing, sometimes you see you see people's true colors come out too because i've seen people on the flip of a coin be like all right well i'm gonna do this and it's insert something shisty to a party member here <laughs> and you're like oh okay like i
1: all I, right yeah. don't fuck with them anymore yeah
0: exactly like it was we had a lot of fun man
1: yeah and as long as as long as you're playing and it's all in good fun yeah that's you know if you're doing it and you're constantly doing something someone's getting really salty it's uh time to back off yeah
0: there's uh we've we've pushed some boundaries with some people we like i said the well, uh, I and mean, i've talked about it before but I, never too far we it's always
1: boundaries is the dm i think where i've really uh yeah gotten under some people's skin with
0: different decisions and how things pan out. Yeah. Cause then that's one and thing I, I wanted do, to talk I'll, about too. i do
1: some sly shit, especially once like if the players start really pushing and really well, doing, this. I don't, I don't mean like, how do I really want to put it? Just when they're like really pushing. Like, like they're being, su- like they're demanding something without doing anything. Right. And then like, I'm like, all right. All right what all right. you like to call
0: derailment. You know, you're getting off the rails.
1: Like I remember when you guys got the rings.
0: Oh, yeah. They, the fucking they, rings. They kept, dude. So
1: they met this god character and this god character wanted them to go do something. And they're like, all right, we'll do it, but we want a reward. And I'm like, you'll be rewarded when you're. When you're done, and they're like, "No, we want something right now." <sighs>
0: but isn't that what we all want? We it's want like, the gratification without the work. You know, yeah, you can't. Like, the player and you well, can't that's, deny that.
1: That's, I know, but I know that. And the way you went about it, it wasn't God just me. Was, yeah, well, no, it, no, it was everybody at yeah. the table. But Just the way you went about it to a character that was a god, but I was some just like no, but sometimes, dude, I
0: mean, I can when kill you get
2: all of you right, we now. felt
0: invincible, dude. You get a party together and they go through some adventures in the com- camaraderie, you do feel like <laughs> oh, you're yeah, untouchable, you're, dude. You're like, I'll, fucking, I, I'll burn this whole city look down, at
1: me funny, I'll kill everyone,
0: yeah yeah we've had some but yeah like, i agree we shouldn't have been such a dick but so i gave
1: him a ring that gave plus 10 to health,
0: dude and we were all like level three or four so we were all uh, like
1: you guys, you guys were like five were we five six i couldn't remember cause you guys were all like pushing level 10 at oh. the end of the campaign
0: okay that makes more sense but still like any any time you're like a low level and you get an item that adds 10 to your health you're like fuck yeah dude it's a ring all i gotta do is wear it i'm in
1: but, everybody
0: in the party took the bait so
1: everybody took the bait and then all of a sudden later they run into the god and i'm like oh yeah i know about that and they're like well you're just metagaming as a dm i was like no no what you didn't know was that when you attuned to those rings it allowed me to listen to everything that you've been saying we, we like there's and they're like, all like what it was like six of
0: us, six or seven like, of us that had been wired.
1: And there's a, like a couple of them because I think it was Jared. Jared saw me like smiling and like grinning when you guys all took the rings. I was like, oh. Hi. Fuck yeah. Us, fuck, give us what we want. <laughs> and I'm just like over there chuckling to myself. Jared was like, something was up. I don't know what, a hundred percent, but something.
0: Yeah, up. and then and then you couldn't get rid of. You couldn't just get rid of the ring. It had to be given yeah, away. Somebody had to so, take it from you.
1: So in order to give it away, what you had to do was get somebody else to start immediately tuning to it. Yeah. Like so if you just left it off it just reappeared on your finger cuz a couple of them like sold it and they got a decent chunk of money for it and then they woke up the next morning and I mean, <laughs> on their finger again Yeah
0: and then it, there were several like people tried to like abandon them. it was a couple of days of like people trying to get rid of it and there was a couple times where, like, I think somebody in the party forced somebody to take one. They're like, here, take this ring. And he's like, but I don't want it. And he's like, you're going to take this ring. And the guy's like, okay, jeez, I'm sorry. I was
1: like, you wake up the next morning and look at your finger, and there's no ring.
0: Yeah, and that was... We deserve that. We deserve that. Yeah. But speaking of like DM and experience them, like so, Cameron's DM quite a bit. I've DM'd here and there. I do enjoy it. It's it is a lot of fun getting to be on both sides of the both sides of the screen. You know what I mean. Building is yeah. just as much fun as playing. I will say one of the like we were talking about like having fun and stuff. Just knowing sometimes uh, shit can get derailed really quick. If you have five or six, if you're playing with a large party, like I honestly, I love playing. Big parties every now and then is super fun because you get, like, a good mix of people. But I think, like, playing with four people or sometimes five people is probably pretty good. But, like, having mm-hmm. having four people in a DM is, like, the perfect balance. And then you don't get so much derailment and so many people trying to do stuff and things like that. And um, you always got to remember, like, if you can play weekly or you're playing, like, on a scheduled like, remembering what, like, your objective is, right? Like, you were here to do this or that or whatever. Like, don't get me wrong. You can spend however much time, like, in the world having fun and stuff, but a lot of the times what happens is the world's big and open and huge, and then you get people that want to go do this or that, and it causes, like, a derailment, or you're there to do something. Like, it's always – sometimes a DM needs a little help with the party.
1: Yeah, sometimes, like – It's almost like you forget. It's like when you're playing Skyrim and you you, do the main quest, but you stop at some little town while we're on your way there. Because, I mean, come on, we killed a couple of bandits. We got to sell some of the loot that we picked up. And and, and And then all of a sudden, like, oh, man, the shit that's going on here is fucking cool. Yeah.
0: I just mean, like, sometimes, like, when you hit a a pass where um, it's like a story building moment. And sometimes, character, like I've seen people like want to totally derail it and just make it all Uh, bad. And it's like, no, you got to be the adult in the situation sometimes. And
1: I'm going to attack this guy. I'd be like, I'm going to attack this guy in the middle of the cutscene right now because. Yeah, shit
0: like that. And like I said, it's all about having fun. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes. Sometimes you just got to let the re- DM play re- it out.
1: Well, that and everybody has a different version of fun. So yeah, fucking, I agree to that. That chaos that's fun to you that's like, I'm going to kill this guy before yeah. he fully explains his story because we think he's the bad guy. And the DM's like secretly like he's the undercover good guy the entire time. Right.
0: But there's been, I don't know, there's been a couple of like turning stones and, and parts where... I'm like, well, I think, you know, I think we did the right thing, you know. Like, I think we did the right thing, or, you know, I know we did the wrong thing, but I don't know. Like, when we play, typically if we get a chance to play and it's just like, well, you guys you guys know him as uh, Dan Feladad. If we get a chance to play with Zach, most of the time it's like cut and dry. Like, we go in and do a one-shot. Like, we have our, you know, we, we, we play with a buff character. You know, we go in, and it's like we have a lot of fun. And we have just as much fun on the side of stuff, but
1: but we're playing with that goal in mind. Yeah, we know we've got two and a half hours where we have to accomplish right. Those goals. And sometimes
0: that's fun too, like taking a break and then like doing like a speed run, being like okay. Because I think the last one when we played, um, we had to kill a dragon, and I was like trying to convince the dragon to fight with us. We
1: played for like five
0: hours yeah that was and it was it was it a was good, solid five yeah and it was really every every bit of those five hours like we were nose of the grindstone we had a little bit of fun because you have to but i mean I'd, I'd love to be able to play weekly sometimes you know don't allow it but no. that's what we need to we'll just make a vow right now we'll just have to play more than we did last year which shouldn't be hard <laughs> so as long we get, as we can we do that
1: break three or four we'll be doing yeah we'll good. be good
0: we'll be good we're every
1: at, other month that's what we'll shoot for every other month
0: that wouldn't be bad
1: <laughs> that'd be easy that'd be easier to plan at least
0: yeah no doubt um let's see what else i have. Oh, like so homebrew stuff
1: oh don't get me started on homebrew
0: oh i uh why it's so fun the world's so big camera's working on um he's still been working on stuff but he likes to branch out here and there and do a little bit tell us about something you're working on now
1: um well i have pretty much everything fine-tuned for the next campaign that i'm gonna play i think i've pretty much got that story wrapped up on at least until we play it and Every, the players make choices that make me completely change everything. Yeah, but, uh, I think I'm going to start writing a new campaign that takes place on one of the moons that'll That'd be, be cool. kind of like a pirate, naval themed.
0: That'll be really fun. There's a lot of stuff you can do. That's a bit like the, the way he built the, his world is you can just branch off and do stuff like that. There's still so much uncharted territory for oh, literally yeah. anything.
1: Yeah, that, that'll probably be
0: we, we we cram so much stuff into this into this world and be like, ah well it's it's just part of this timeline and part of this world. Because yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, like why not? It's like a
1: There's b- one continent's worth of information. And that's pretty much how I was looking at it the other day, and I'm like, I've worked on that for like three years. And that's only like
0: two so. percent. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it it's a really big world when you uh, step back and look at it, especially with all the time you got in it. So, and I'm anxious too. I've thrown around the idea of like build doing some world building and I don't know something of the nature. I mean, I, I've kind of plugged in some of my mini campaigns into the same universe that your stuff's on anyway, um, <clears throat> like the little campaign that you with uh, Dan and. Uh, uh, Sloan. Sloan. Yeah. I knew it was Pocket something. Pocket, pocket
1: Slim. Pocket Slim.
0: Yeah. So, like, you can always, like, plug stuff in. That's the good thing about world building, especially homebrew. There's been so many times where we've come up with great ideas. If you want to do fun one shots, do your, like, favorite TV series. You know, it could be as simple as, like, something like Scooby Doo, man. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Finding something out who's the. Couple hours and... Yeah. Like, that'd be a fun like, a detective Scooby Doo type thing or, uh, We've even thrown around like video, different video game ideas, like obviously like Skyrim. Um, it'd be fun to like play even a, which I, if you think about it, or if you think of it, somebody out there is probably built a world for you to play that in, like Fallout or modern day D and D.
1: Oh, very potentially. There's even uh, there's Power Rangers rules. Yeah, I've there's seen a, that. Uh,
0: there's an alien there's one. There's a
1: vampire one. There's an alien one. Dude, the alien I mean, one would be
0: fun to play. There's like a whole space. like.
1: There, I mean, there's a whole, like, it's like a 500-page book, I think. Like, it's a huge book. And it's
0: I, th- I think it's a lot, which a lot of these um, tabletop games that are similar to D&D, they kind of all go off like the same basis, you know. You, I mean, there's a lot of mechanics that are different but i mean you'd still be you know you'd still be like role playing a yeah, tabletop you're, game you're still
1: using yeah it's still role playing it's still you're still using a couple of dice to help determine things right or the game will have cards or something
0: yeah we uh it'd be fun to like play a fallout like a modern like a modern D fallout i've even what <clears throat> honestly what would be really really fun this might be something that um i build on one of your worlds but it would be I've seen and listened to several podcasts, where they play like Pokemon walk or Pokemon Ooh. tabletop.
1: Wait, that would be a good one,
0: dude. There are some awesome. I can't remember the one that I used to listen to all the time, but any they they did like a D anD D Pokemon inspired, and it was it was really cool. Like uh, the Pokemon were kind of like
1: sidekicks or something. Yeah, they were.
0: Like, there was one that was a sidekick, and they but they were like you know you could interact with them you could talk to them like speak with animals and stuff like they were uh, they were like uh what am, what's the word i'm looking for sentinel or like
1: uh, sentient
0: sentient yeah like they were sentient beings like it was but it was like a really cool i don't know it was a, it was like a cool just little world to play in, yeah, you know what i mean' be it'd, be, cool concept, it'd be really fun man there's several um world builders out there that have posted stuff um all kinds of stuff for games like that if you want to build off of it and yeah just definitely a cool idea to like think about it'd be really fun to do some like pokemon inspired D &D and see the kind of shenanigans you can get into build a world like
1: that being team rocket
0: that that would be really cool dude get imagine four p four players two team rocket two good guys and they you give them an, an objective like this is your objective you two do this this is you know, Team or it'd be Rocket, even
1: you're trying to steal this person's Pokemon. Yeah, the other two you're trying to stop Team Rocket or, from stealing it. Here's
0: another. We're just giving ideas away at this point, but no, here's a well. That's good. I'd love to see somebody play this. Imagine four players, right, and two of them are like undercover Team Rocket. The party don't know, uh, but they know. So they're trying just
1: to, to it random. Yeah, yeah. Pull pull, hitting, straw, DM, two, pull straw. The DM pull straw. The DM just hands to ra- all four random people. Yeah, you just is hand all four of them a, a note, co- yeah, a paper. Yep, and it's finished. like you're it or you're not it. Yep.
0: Do with this information what you want to do. That'd act, be fun.
1: One be just be like you're the actual person. The other note says act surprised like you got picked.
0: <laughs> Dude, there's be that'd be that'd be a lot of fun. That, that's definitely something we can collaborate and. Get the ball rolling. On. That'd be a lot of fun, dude. Like a Team Rocket, Team Rocket raffle.
1: I think uh, you were talking about the Fallout. I think Fallout, because I remember when you first started talking about doing uh, your little mini series with Sam, Dan and Sloan. I think you ought to do a Fallout one next. That would be really good.
0: Just like thumb into a. Uh,
1: like maybe we've got a.
0: Thumb in the Wasteland.
1: Or fucking. oh my god
0: that'd be cool yeah the possibilities are nice. <laughs> that's the best thing because you can incorporate anything you want and if you can't build it there's like well there's monster builders and stuff on oh, d d yeah. beyond so you know you can and the thing is too like you can just because because you have you I won't lie you do have to pay for stuff for like some of the source books and to get more and more information but the thing is like even if you don't if you can't buy the stuff, you can still go to the website and print stuff off. If you like, pull shit up and print it off, or take notes. So even if you can't get, you know what I mean. You yeah. don't have the money to buy stuff. You can still get. You can play as cheaply as you want in a in a context. You know what I mean. You yeah, could, you, you don't can, have to spend a lot of money.
1: You can get the player's handbook and. A monster guide to get you started, and you could buy those digitally or physical copies. Right, and honestly, you could play, you could make your own homebrew just from that. Right, exactly. That's, Throw that's, in that's the Dungeon Masters guide. Right,
0: I mean, you, just so you have your your core mechanics on how things work, because you need, and it, and don't don't get me wrong, you can tweak those things because we've done all kinds of fair share of tweaks yeah. in our in the past. Yeah,
1: you can always like if you don't understand a mechanic or the exact way it doesn't work, but right you at, have an idea of how you want it to work. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Your own ideas, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Totally. And, and then if you, and then if you're really struggling to just figure out magic or figure out, just go to Reddit and just type in. Oh yeah. Your, Reddit, YouTube. Yeah. Somebody will explain. Yeah. It. But no, uh, I think that's all, uh, I think that's all we got time for today. It's been a lot of fun, man. We'll have to do this more often. We, uh, I did want to say if you want to follow Cameron and his antics on his weekly, um, his weekly adventures. You have to, I'll let him explain where you can find him on that. But yeah, this has been Rockhound Radio. This is our Friday D&D dive. And it was a lot of fun, man. So uh, let the people know where they can hear you at.
1: Uh, we play, we try to upload a video at least once a week. Or not a video, but a podcast on uh, the Drunken Spear Tabletop Gaming. You can find us uh, pretty much like Rockhound Radio. Anywhere there's a podcast, we're live.
0: Yeah, so definitely go check them out, and uh, we will see you guys next time.
2: You walk through the caverns and continue straight forward. He looks at you and he says, well, looks like we're to a T. What do you think? Left or right, Rook? Um,
1: I'm going to try and... Well, Crate Bonfire has a range of 60 feet, so I'm going okay. to try and As far down each tunnel, I'm going to cast Create Bonfire and try to see.
2: Okay. So as you create the bonfire and the tunnel to the left, you can see that it appears to open up into a bigger room. The hallway leading down to there is rather large. However, it seems to be fairly short. That one's to the left side. To the right side, the the aisleway seems to be shorter, not quite as tall, and almost kind of like hand dug and the light is much further down the tunnel is much further down and the light opens up into a bigger room as well
1: maybe we should check out the uh, hand dug tunnel first
2: okay so you're headed down to the hand dug tunnel to the right your father looks at you and says well that's a good idea let's go head down through there and as you start to head down through there you can hear what appears to be some rustling and some movement. Um, You're not wearing any kind of armor, right? No. All right. And neither is your father. As you walk down through there, you can see and hear what appears to be a medium creature of some sort. It starts to come towards you. Ruick, get ready. Uh, this is going to be interesting. I'm not even sure what it is. And he kind of holds his torch out, out front.
1: I'm, um. I'm gonna try and cast. Um I want to try and cast. Do, 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 do. Oh shit, beast bond's touch. Never mind.
2: Not casting nothing. Nope. Okay. So, the creature starts to scurry closer and closer. And as it gets into your light, it's like a monster that you have never seen before. It kind of growls and grunts and it comes at you. Trying to hit your what weapon are you carrying? A uh, rapier. Rapier made from metal steel, right? Yep. Okay. Um, your father would be carrying a um, a similar weapon. So the rust monster. Well, I just gave it away there. The rust monster is going to reach out. This monster is going to reach out and attempt to touch your sword. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Uh,
1: That is a 20.
2: Okay, so he misses. And he keeps kind of... You keep moving your sword back and forth, and he just kind of keeps going for the sword. That's what he's after. The second one is going after your father, and it's kind of the same ordeal going after the sword. He also moves out of the way before the monster can touch his sword, and it just kind of follows the sword.
1: I'm going to try and... Step forward a little bit so that my father's not in range, and then I'm going to cast Thunder Wave on him. Okay. Or, well, 15 foot cube right in front of me.
2: Yep, that's going to hit all of them.
1: That is a con saving throw of 13.
2: Okay. The first one is successful, and the second one is successful.
1: So they will take four damage.
2: And as your your wave sends kind of a shock through the ground, the cave starts to rattle and starts to kind of shake, and you're causing debris. You can feel as debris starts to hit you, from the ceiling, and the monsters break off their pursuit and kind of fade off into the backlight, leaving you and your father standing there. There potentially could be a cave in. He hollers at you, Ruik, we must hurry!" <coughs> give me a um, give me a dexterity saving throw. Eighteen. So as you're able to get going, you can feel as something pushes you into the back and there's an immediate cave-in behind you. Give me a perception check.
1: Uh, nine. The dust
2: has completely extinguished your flame on your torch. And you are sitting here in the dark. And with that, you can hear your father on the other side. Ruik, are you okay?